Welcome to the Chick Show. Wait, the what? The Chick Show. Chick. Yes. Okay, because it sounded like you said something else. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, I'm Leanne. And I am Grace. Grab your favorite beverage and join our talks. Yay! Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Chick Show. This is Grace Dietrich, and I am hosting solo today, but don't you worry, because next week we will be back, Leanne and I together, for another amazing episode of The Chick Show. Um, well, we're back after Thanksgiving break, and I hope everyone had a really, really nice Thanksgiving. It was kind of quiet for us, which was really, really nice because in the past, sometimes I host a ton of people and then we go away. Last year was very busy. Well, last year was my 40th birthday. So I did a lot of traveling in November. Then I hosted Thanksgiving and then the next day we went away again. So it felt like very overwhelming. And I felt like I had no time to decorate and just enjoy it. So this year, a lot of our family members ended up um, doing different things. So it was a very small but cute and intimate. I really enjoyed it. And um, I was able to be home. We started decorating. We took a two-day trip to the Keys, but it was like really chill. So hopefully yours was nice and you spend good times with your family. And um, I cannot believe that we are pretty much in December already. It's kind of kind of crazy how fast the year has gone. So it's funny, I was thinking about the topic that I wanted to talk to you guys about, which we will get into it. But um, with December, obviously, if you celebrate Christmas, comes the elf. And my kids are getting a little bit older. Obviously, Natalie's almost 18, but I do have a 9 and an 11-year-old boy. I feel like the 11-year-old is kind of like in the point where he's starting to question whether Santa and the elves are real. But then at the same time, he believes. And so they're like, is the elf coming? And when are they coming? And I have to tell you that the elves give me so much anxiety. So I was so excited when those companies started coming out with those kids that basically would, you know, you would get a box and um, it would pretty much give you like a schedule of what to do with the elf every day. But Oh my goodness, that to me, now I like think back and I just felt like so much extra work because if you have three kids like I do, then they give you like separate prompts for each kid. It's almost like it was like homework and it just gave me anxiety. I remember like some days the whatever the schedule for the day seemed like so much work that I would just like swap it around. And by the end of the 25 days, I ended up having like six or seven days. So I'm curious and I would love for you guys to give me some feedback and maybe when you listen to the podcast, but like, are you one of those people that 
feel like those kids are helpful or does it make you overwhelmed and give you anxiety? Um, for me, I like, I thought it was really cute and it is really cute, but it just seemed like extra the work, extra the stress, extra the planning. And I just don't need more things in my life that give me stress and anxiety. So this year, the elves are coming back and um, I'm sure there's a lot of like stuff on the internet and Pinterest. I've seen some funny ones. So I'm just going to swing it. They're going to come back. But I think this year is going to be the year maybe to have the talk, which is kind of sad. But, you know, I think if you celebrate, my goal is going to be to share that Santa and Christmas, you know, lives in your heart. And um, it's always nice to to have that belief. So Anyways, enough about the holidays and the elves. Um, whatever you do with the elves, good luck. Um, and if you have some fun ideas for the elves, please feel free to share them with us. So now let's talk about, about today's topic. And um, basically, we're in the last month of the year. And so this is a month where you should kind of be in planning a little bit. Well, you should have already done some business planning, but I think that it's a really, really good time for you to sort of like take a look back at the last 11 months or the last year and see where your business came from, where where was it generated. In real estate, obviously, there's there's different forms of lead generation and different forms of how we get business. I think I've talked to this a little bit in the past where obviously the longer you are in the business, then you start getting referrals. So you can sit down and sort of take a look and say, okay, I let's just give you an example. For example, um, in real estate, like let's just take real estate. So let's say you did 30 transactions. So you would sit down and you would break it down. Which ones were they sellers? Which one were the buyers, right? And then you break it down even more and you say, um, where did this seller come from? <laughs> did it come from the farming that you do in the community? Did it come from a referral? Did it come from um, like a postcard when they can, you know, uh, click on the QR code. So you really, really got to go back into your business, break it down into all your transactions, breaking down into the kind of customers, right? In this case, in real estate, it's pretty much buyers, sellers or tenants or landlords, and then see where they came from. And then also, then you can kind of like figure out what worked in the marketing. Because when you're business planning, and you're kind of getting ready to see where your business came from so you can plan for the next year and you can decide where you're going to put your money for marketing and things like that. You should really have like the marketing budget and the marketing plan, the social media, and then also, you know, the business plan and, and then a little bit of financial taxes and all that stuff. So it's really, really important to take a deep look at your business to understand where the leads came from, because then you can take that and you can focus on that again, right? You don't have to reinvent the wheel. 
we've talked about this a lot in the past where people are trying to convert cold leads into hot leads when in reality, all you have to do is just really focus on your sphere of influence, right? The people that know you, the people that like, if you go to Publix or you go to the park or you go somewhere, they like know who you are. They'll say hi to you. They've already like, like you a little bit. You have to focus on your past clients because those people already love you. And then you have to focus on your um, referrals. These might be people that maybe haven't done business with you, but they know you and they know how good you are. And then they're sending sending you business, which is like amazing. So rather than like spending money on ads and trying to, you know, build that relationship that takes time because people have to really like you, trust you, and you have to hit them a bunch of times before you can even start any conversations, right? Like we're in the business of selling, whether you're selling real estate like I am, whether you're doing network marketing like Leanne, whether you're selling uh, online training and, and like she does, right? She offers that service where she teaches people um, how to navigate and, you know, doing newsletters, social media, or like what whatever it is, you have to be talking to people and building relationships so that they can eventually become your client. So you really need to focus on leveraging those relationships. And that's how seating down and breaking down all your transactions and seeing where they came from will give you a really good idea on how you're going to start the next year. So for me, this last month, it's really exciting. It's a little bit quiet for me in real estate, which is not the case for Leanne, right? She sells a product. She sells makeup, lotions, and, you know, all sort of things and that people can use as gifts. So this is a busy season for her because obviously a lot of people are reaching out to her to get presents. So, which brings me to a point, support your local businesses, all your, you know, boss babes, moms that sell something rather than, you know, go to the big stores. And it's a lot easier because then they can like drop them off to you, get them wrapped and ready. They have, you know, different budgets for what you need. So anyways, Leanne's going to be very, very busy. But for me, it's a little bit slower. So I'm really using this time to organize my business. So this is a good time if you're sort of like in a in a field like myself where we might not be as busy, like take this time because sometimes you want to do all this project, but that you're always too busy and they, they kind of go in the back burner. So right now I'm really focusing on implementing all these cool ideas that I've had. I'm revamping my website, um, updating my CRM. So, which is very helpful because again, when you're going down to breaking down where your businesses came from, you want to make sure you have people's emails, the right uh, mailing addresses in case they moved or you just want to have like the contacts, the phone, no all the layers, phone numbers, emails, mailing addresses, you know, their social media. Social media is super, super helpful when you're trying to reach out to people. We always talk about, oh, we don't like cold calling. We don't want to feel like we're salesy. But if you really um, leverage social media, it's it's really good because it could give you 
excuses to call people, right? Like, for example, we just had Thanksgiving break. A lot of people had a week off. A lot of people went away. So you can really just kind of take a look and be like, oh, my God, you know, somebody went on a cruise. And you could say, oh, how was your cruise? I saw you went away. All you have to do is just be intentional because people just want to talk. And in today's world where nobody, everything is so tacky, right? Everybody's easier to text and email. So when you make those phone calls, I think people get excited. Like, oh my God, somebody's calling me. They want to know how I'm doing. Birthdays are also a great way I love that Facebook reminds you and maybe you aren't as close to everyone who's having a birthday, but the ones that you are, maybe you call those people and that comes a long way because everyone is just wishing everybody's happy birthday in Facebook. But if you get that phone call, that makes it like really nice. And I love birthdays, so I make a big deal about it. And um, when people take the time to text me or call me, that's just like going the extra mile. And I really, really love that. So use social media and be intentional about it to have a way to reach out to people. Um, So yeah, so right now I'm working on the CRM, organizing all my data, making sure I know where all the business came from. And this is a time to really love on your sphere influence and your past clients. Um, One of the biggest things they say is that usually you have a transaction and they kind of never hear from you again. So they kind of forget about you, right? So like if you, let's say Leanne sells something to somebody and she never puts them on a campaign or never follows up with them, they might not even order again from her. They might not know that she's able to ship all over the state. They might know that Not only does she sell some products, but she also offers some marketing services. So it's very important to try to stay stay in touch with your past clients and your spheres because you want to let them know, hey, I'm here, I work, I offer this service or I sell this kind of product. So when you have a client, you know, make sure you have some sort of implementation in place that you can go back to them. This could be every three months. So for us in real estate, I like to do like pop-off gifts um, where I just kind of stop by and drop a little something. For example, for Halloween, I did that and um, I had a big event in the community and I gave out a little Halloween boxes and they had a cure oh, they a cure code. They were really cute. Um, for Thanksgiving, I um, so for my out-of-state clients, I send them stuff. I did like a fall guide, and that was really cute. And then from my local clients, and not everybody gets everything, obviously, every three months, but you can rotate through your list. So I had this cute thing, um, like an apple cider mimosa recipes, and I made the video, and I basically just dropped off some of the ingredients I came with it, but it was like really cute. You don't have to break the bank. All you have to have is like a running list. But right now is a time where you want to just reach out to all those people and just say, thank you. Thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for your business. I really appreciate you. And it's all part of like brand awareness. So you have to make sure everybody has 
it's going on on your newsletter, you should be at least sending a newsletter once a month or quarterly. Um, you should be working on having different audiences, right? You can break them down into people that bought from you, people that send you clients. So that way, depending on, you know, the type of email you can select, but really take this time to organize your business because in order to get better and leverage all the data that you're getting, you have to really understand where everybody's kind of coming from and you want to be able to have your contact organized so it's easier for you to have a marketing plan in place and reach out to them and and all that stuff. So I think, you know, take really this time to, you know, be kind to yourself and and depending on the type of business that you are, focus on, you know, this is a beautiful time of the year. Everybody's in a happy mood and just, you know, reach out to everyone, thank them for their business, um, organize everything so that you understand where everything came from and so that when you're getting ready to spend money on marketing next year, then you know, oh my God, like, you know, once you study where everything came from, you can say, wow, this year really got referrals. So maybe I do more pop-up buys for those person or, or I send them more stuff or I do, you know, send them little notes. Like right now, going back to being in such a techie area, people don't really get phone calls or or, or letters and things like that. So a, a note, a written note goes a long way. Also, I wanted to bring up when you sit down to break down your business and see where all your transactions came from, you're going to get data. But also you want to use the data that you get from social media to help you organize the kind of content and and if you will be running ads what are the or boosting posts where are the ones that should be that you should be doing so that's why it's important as well that your social media accounts are public because trying to understand the algorithm that changes <laughs> by the day it's like nobody can do that right on Facebook TikTok Instagram whatever it is so you can really study the data and it's just gotten better and better every time when you post a reel, it tells you how many views, how many hours, uh, like the time that it was viewed the most, where those people came from, where were they followers already or non-followers. And then you can say, okay, well, people are really related to this post. And then you can say, well, people didn't really like this post. So if you really start start studying the data that you're getting from what you're putting out there, then you can really, really be intentional and not waste a lot of time trying to come up with content. You can just recreate content based on what people are liking. And you got to like play with it a little bit, right? Sometimes I've done videos where... I just felt like I had to share a message, but it wasn't like the professional video. I wasn't super bland. And um, those videos will get so much traction. And then I'll do another one that was more, you know, well thought out. I had planned for it. And, and that one 
we'll do okay. But then again, if you have a private account, then you're not going to be able to get those that data and and you're not going to be able to understand what kind of content people are engaging with. So make sure your accounts are public and make sure that you're using the data from social media to come up with your marketing plan for next year so that you know what kind of content people like and if it's worth for you to be spending a little bit of money on boosting. I don't really run too many ads. I used to sometimes in Facebook. Sometimes I'll boost a video. I think boosting makes sense because it's very, very cheap and you can get a lot of views. And um, when you're running those, you can actually choose uh, people that would look at the video at least 15 seconds and things like that. So I think boosting, it's very inexpensive, but I'm no longer doing sort of ads to try to generate cold leads because again, I think where I've seen the biggest return on investment has been from me really leveraging my past clients and my current relationships with my sphere of influence. And so I find that to be more um, successful for me, just really, really, um, you know, leveraging those relationships and staying top of mind and reaching out to them and just really being intentional rather than getting uh, random people, you know, and sometimes it will happen. Sometimes it's like sort of like doing an open house and a buyer comes without an agent. That's possible. But the chances of that are less likely, just like getting a cold lead that is automatically going to like you and love you and say, okay, I want to hire you. You know, it takes time. So, um, but again, it, it all comes down to, you know, sit down, say, okay, how many transactions did I do? Where did they come from? Then breaking them a little bit more, organize your data, organize your CRM, make sure you're getting people on an email Make sure you're reaching out to them quarterly, have your running list, and then use your social media data to come up with your content and do things that people are engaging. Obviously, changes all the time. Sometimes reels are better. Sometimes posts are better. Sometimes carousels. But you know what? You just got to keep doing, showing up, be consistent, but take this time to really take a look at your business so that you are set for a successful 2024. Oh my God, it's crazy. So I've had a really nice year. I'm very thankful for all my past clients and current clients. And I'm really thankful for you. Leanne and I really enjoy doing this podcast. Um, we put so much thought and passion into it. And um, we know it's growing. We love when we get feedbacks or comments from you guys. So keep doing that because this is why we show up once a week to do this. So I hope you have an amazing week. Don't forget to share, um, send us some feedback about the elf, some ideas. And if you have any topics that you want us to discuss, or if you have any questions for me or Leanne, you can um, post them. Um, for us. So have an awesome day and we'll see you next week on another episode of The Chick Show. Yay! Bye-bye everyone.